Participate, engage, speak out, use your voice to be an effective advocate. The Voices in Advocacy podcast examines the diverse landscape of advocacy, exploring the ins and outs of building influence, driving change, and creating champion advocates. It's now time for the Voices in Advocacy podcast with your host, Roger Rickard. Hello and welcome to the Voices in Advocacy podcast. I'm Roger Rickard, president and founder of Voices in Advocacy, where we work with organizations to inspire, educate, engage, and activate your supporters by turning them into effective, influential advocates. And this is the podcast dedicated to the art of advocacy. This podcast is for the people that work and engage in advocacy efforts for their organizations, be they corporations, associations, trade organizations, and nonprofit cause groups. Today is the last episode of season two, and this episode is part two of the season two recap. During most episodes, I asked the guest a simple question, which was, what is the first thing that comes to mind when you think of advocacy? Each and every response was so decidedly unique that we chose to share their answers in a two recap shows. So please sit back and enjoy. We hear first from Mary Kate Cunningham, CAE. She is the Senior Vice President of Public Policy at ASAE, the Center for Association Leadership. Uh, What is the first thing that comes to mind when you just think of advocacy? Well, I think about how it's not something that you can build on the spot when you need it for an association. You really have to develop that before before the crisis happens. And we saw a lot of associations experience that over COVID that um, maybe had ramped down their advocacy and then really needed it. And it's um, so... I think that's an important part. You know, you need to be at the table so you're not on the menu. (laughs) That's something we really think about. Next, we hear from Quadricos Bernard Driscoll. He is a federal lobbyist, legislative and political affairs manager for the American Neurological Association. What is the first thing that comes to mind when you think of the word advocacy? Hmm. The first thing that comes to mind when I think of the word advocacy is being in the room. Uh, as as you be in the room where it happens. Right, in the room where it happens, that, that, that famous musical, right? Uh, so much of what we do is, is about being in the room, right? And, and the as an as an adage that if you're not at the table, then you're on the menu. So for me, when I think of advocacy, I, I think of being in the room because, and I tell people this outside of the beltway, who who really don't understand what advocacy is, who don't understand the L word lobbying, which I don't think is a bad word, uh, who who don't understand that government relations. You know, everybody in this country is represented in some shape, form, or fashion, right? whether you are a small business owner, whether you have AAA, <laughs> or whether you enjoy fishing, 
uh, you are represented in some entity, some organization, some person is representing your voice on Capitol Hill and at the state level. So when you think about advocacy, you have to have those voices at the table. And the question is, is your voice you know, at the table? And there's, there, are certain, there are certainly tools and mechanisms to ensure that one's voice is louder. But when I think of advocacy, I think of being in the room uh, because that's, that's most important. And I, I've seen those, I've seen, what happens when certain voices and certain constituencies are not in the room. Next, we hear from Kristen St. John, Deputy Director of the National Association of Community Health Centers. What do you think when you hear the word advocacy? I think when I, I when I hear the word advocacy, I hear um, intention and emotion. Those are the two things I think about when I hear advocacy. That's excellent. Nobody has ever answered it in the same way that you just did there. <laughs> that's that's pretty that that's pretty awe-inspiring and eye-opening. Now hear from Erica Klinger, Senior Director of Marketing at the Association for Accessible Medicines, the advocacy arm of the generics and biosimilars industry. What is the first thing that comes to mind when you think of advocacy? Oh boy, um, I would say, I I would say people power. I mean, I just think the people. I mean, I don't know if you can ignore the voice. And the strength of a person. So I think advocacy is about using your voice and using your voice in an effective way to help make change. Yeah. Um, I, I, there's other things that we do. Again, we meet with lawmakers. We um, have collaborations and partnerships, kind of getting a bunch of people to work together towards something with a lot of success. But I think you have to be your own advocate. You need to stand up and you need to get educated. And they need to see the passion and the emotion come through. Um, no matter what we're doing, lawmakers need to know how it's impacting people, people and their constituents, and they're not gonna make change. Next, we hear from Laura Parada, CAE, President and CEO of the American Highway Users Alliance. What is the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of advocacy? Relationships is definitely the first thing that comes to my mind. I am, um, you know, one of my mentors when I was right off the hill um, taught me the value of building relationships to get, you know, your goals achieved on Capitol Hill. And um, it really stuck with me, you know, so I try to treat every single person I meet, you know, whether it's um, at a stakeholder organization or on the Hill, like they might be the chief of staff someday because I've been around long enough to know that that happens quite often. The scheduler becomes the chief of staff and the staff assistant becomes the chief of staff and the chief of staff becomes a member of Congress. So I think it's always trying to put your best foot forward, um, being friendly, gracious, um, giving everyone the time of day that they deserve and uh, trying to make them know that you're an honest broker 
and that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. And we close this episode with Brett Scott, Vice President of Government Affairs for the National Independent Automobile Dealers Association. What comes to mind when I throw out the word advocacy? Probably grassroots. Um, And I say that just because, you know, you could have somebody who's very skilled federally um, and knows people in, you know, in the House or the Senate, um, but, you know, doesn't have that connection to the boots on the ground. And I think people sometimes overlook the value of people having boots on the ground, where, to my earlier point, you're building those relationships with state representatives or community representatives that have or that are inspiring to be something bigger and, you know, are familiar with that small mom and pop shop dealer, I should say. And, you know, they have those relationships with either that, that owner or, you know, maybe our state affiliate members. And, you know, that's a, that's a small marble that can slowly build into a boulder. And that's where a very powerful voice can come in to, to Washington. Thank you for joining us as we ask the question, what first comes to mind when you hear the word advocacy? We are proud to have Rap Index as a sponsor to the show. Let's face it, today's advocacy arena is just plain noisy. Organizations are stretched. You need every advantage to make sure your issue gets the attention it deserves and your voice heard. The RAP Index is the best way to do just that by finding your stakeholders' relationships and engagement power. Get past the noise. Know who your people know. Go to rapindex.com. That's R-A-P-Index.com. And tell them Roger sent you for a special offer. If you like today's podcast, head over to where you find your podcasts and subscribe to the Voices in Advocacy podcast today. A big thank you to today's guest. I appreciate your time and unwavering passion for advocacy. Well, that's it for this episode of Voices in Advocacy. Remember, you have the power to be an effective, influential advocate. Now go out and make it a better world. We hope you enjoyed today's Voices in Advocacy podcast and look forward to you joining us again next week. To learn more about Voices in Advocacy, go to our website, voicesinadvocacy.com.